Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Grow With G. I'm so thankful that you're here and that you're listening and that you're letting me know that the podcast has been helping you. That really brings me so much motivation and inspiration to keep going and yeah, I'm just so thankful for this community and that you're here. I've been thinking about this a lot recently because last week it was Thanksgiving and I love this holiday. Like I definitely don't understand the origin of it or probably don't, you know, do all the traditional parts of it, but I really think it's an amazing time or reminder to be thankful for things and to appreciate things that you normally don't. I'm normally pretty good. Like now I now do daily gratitude practices where I'm just trying to find as many weird and wonderful things to be grateful for. And I'm really seeing the benefits um, because I'm finding that the more things that I can be grateful for, the more things are showing up for me. And it's really fun to find the beauty in the ordinary. And I think when you're so excited by the smallest things, it means that you can have a good day any day. You don't have to wait to be happy until you're on vacation in the Bahamas to be happy. You can be happy today by just how nice your coffee tastes or that the sun is out or if it's raining that the plants are being watered. (laughs) Like there are so many things to be grateful for and it's just, it's a lot more fun to be looking for the good in life and I promise you the more you look for the good there will be so many more good things in your life like I'm seeing it definitely um and yeah I just I really do think a lot of us we get caught up in oh like once we have the thing like once we buy the designer whatever or once we book that vacation like that is when we'll be happy but no like you have the power to be happy and grateful today. Um, I really love that about Thanksgiving, that extra attention to what is important to you, what you're thankful for. And I really want to continue celebrating this throughout my life because I just feel like it's such a fun and good holiday. Um, Last week I had a Friendsgiving picnic and it was so beautiful and yeah, I'm just really thankful for a lot of things in my life right now. Um, and I'm just trying to go that extra mile to be appreciative of things. So yeah, whether that's a daily gratitude list or just thinking about it, like that's helpful too. Like you can definitely start doing that. So if you didn't reflect over the Thanksgiving period, maybe after this episode, have a think about what you're grateful for and who you can tell that you're grateful for them as well because sharing love is just just feels so good and the more I learn about doing that the better I feel um it's a really big concept in Buddhism that I've been learning about and it's all about loving all beings and like gosh that is so hard when you're stuck in traffic and somebody cuts you off or somebody's rude to you but there's this really big premise in buddhism that we we should love all beings and 
even when I have negative thoughts or I'm criticizing people, it helps me snap out of that. And when you show more love, you feel more love because what you give out, you get back as well, which is really cool. And it's really fun to love people instead of hate people. And often the things that you criticize others for or judge others for are things that you actually deny in yourself. So when you love more others more, you love yourself more. And I think that is so cool. And I'm really seeing the benefits of switching to that mindset instead of that negative mindset where we're judging people. Um, and that was totally out of self-protection from centuries ago when we needed to belong to a group to survive and we didn't want to be exiled out of the group so we were always overthinking and making sure what we did was socially acceptable and all of that but but now I want to focus on the good I don't want to sit there in the negativity and I really love that about Buddhism that's a very big focus is like you could experience bliss permanently. Like that could be your permanent state of mind, which from what I understand is enlightenment. And it's funny because I didn't actually start Buddhism to become enlightened. I just really resonated with some of the teachings I was seeing of it. So I was just sort of learning about that. And yes, I want to reduce suffering in my life. Um, But the more I learn about Buddhism and enlightenment, I actually think it's possible. I actually think with enough um, dedication and learning, we can get to enlightenment. So yeah, I don't know much about Buddhism yet. Um, I'm still very, very much at the beginning. So I'll just share what I'm learning as I'm going. Um... Yeah, even like one of my friends, he is studying to become a meditation teacher at, there's this charity that runs the trainings called Three Jewels in New York. So let me know if you're interested to learn more about that. But I've been doing free meditations with them. And yeah, he learned in his course, and he posted this on Instagram, that love is attention. And I loved that. I thought that was so true because when you think about it, your attention is your most precious currency. Like you never get your time back. Like you can always get money back and all of those other things. Like if you lose something, you can buy something and get it back. You can't get your time back. But why do we spend so much time on our phones when we're with people as well, like we're just robbing ourselves of genuine connection with people for a screen. Like it is wild to think about. Um, I have fully had friends. I've been like, we've been like catching up for coffee and mid conversation, they start scrolling their phone and start doing online shopping. And I'm just like in shock being like, what? Like we're catching up right now. And like nothing even prompted the shopping like oh my gosh I need to order this because it's Black Friday it was just like a random scroll and 
that felt really awful. Um, so I really resonated with my friend saying that attention is love and I've really been making a more conscious effort lately to show more attention to the people that I love instead of choosing the TV or choosing my phone. Um, really choosing genuine connection with people and showing them the love. And that also, I think it ties into what I want to talk about today, which is emotional maturity, because I think emotionally immature people don't have the capacity, well, don't have the current capacity to show interest sometimes. Like, I know that I used to be pretty self-centered and self-interested. And I didn't used to always ask people a lot of follow-up questions about their life or really pay attention. Like, whereas I really started to ask more questions, to share more comments on things people have been sharing instead of giving blunt responses or no responses I can I have been guilty of that for sure and I think another reason why I want to talk about this today is because I really think there's the capacity to change from being emotionally immature to being emotionally mature and I just want to share what I've learned with you all because you know if I help one person that's great and this platform is even just for me to share what I've been learning and keep myself accountable for everything as well. Because like, I, if you knew me in high school, like I was very emotionally reactive and I've really come a long way and I've even come a long way from last year because recently I've been thinking about something that happened last year and I'm actually really embarrassed of how I acted and when I look back on it, I think it's because I didn't possess the right communication skills. And I think to be emotionally mature, we need to be able to communicate what we need or expect from other people. Because quite often when we don't communicate what we need or expect, we get let down and then we can lash out. And it's not there on the other person because they didn't know what you wanted, needed or expected. So I think that's been one of the most transformative things for me is improving my communication skills. And it's a journey. Like you don't just decide to improve your communication skills like that takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of self-regulation too and realizing you need to be accountable for your own emotions, for processing them and for communicating them. And if you don't even know what you're feeling, like how do you communicate that to people? So I'd say this year I've really been trying to get more in touch with my emotions and I would love to do another episode on like specific emotions, but I don't have the learnings yet to share that. But I think on a general sense, I've been trying to pay more attention to the emotions and communicate those in a healthy way instead of ignoring them, ignoring them and then lashing out. 
so I think that's been a real big game changer. So I guess an actionable step for you if you're listening is really consider, are you in touch with your emotions? Like, do you understand what you're feeling? Because there are emotions that mask other emotions. Like anger can mask hurt. So we need to be able to see what that secondary or like the difference between those emotions so we can learn and so we can realize how to move forward with other people so that you can address the root cause. Um, And so, yeah, I think increasing your emotional awareness and then using that awareness to communicate what you're feeling with people is a massive step forward in becoming more emotionally mature. And I don't think I covered it, but I consider emotionally mature yet being able to process your own emotions, to be able to hold space for other people's emotions and using them in a way that's helpful with relationships. Um, And immaturity is when you don't really know how to handle them and you're sort of at the whim of them. And it's really interesting too because I think emotionally immature people can be very black and white with their thinking and I really resonated with that. Like I used to be one way or the other and I've really been learning in therapy how to come back into that grey area where things don't have to be either way. Two different types of emotions can coexist. You don't have to only be happy or only be sad. Like you can be happy and sad at the same time, which is kind of crazy um, to think that. Um, But I think, yeah, emotionally mature people can recognize that, hey, this part of the situation makes me feel happy, part of it makes me feel sad, these things can coexist, I can use the wisdom from both sides to process this situation, to realise what I need to do, who I need to communicate with. Um, So yeah, that's been a big takeaway for me, is learning to be more in the grey. And building emotional intimacy too because this takes time and I think yeah emotionally mature people have a great way of creating a really safe environment for somebody else and themselves to share their emotions without shame or judgment and shame is a really interesting one and we do it all the time to people when we judge them when we say hurtful things when people really need connection and we shame them instead so when people come to me with problems I really try to avoid them feeling shamed for how they feel and 
I just try to more I try to relate with people more instead of shaming people or denying their reality because I think when somebody is like oh like you know I got so angry at work the other day like I'm really embarrassed like you know instead of you being like yeah I would never act like that you could be like yeah I could see why you acted like that and or like yeah if I was in your position too like I would have been really hurt as well and I think that's better than denying people's reality as well because if you were just like oh no no like you didn't fly off the handle or like you know it's not as helpful to people than I totally understand I totally get it so I've been trying to do that more is just trying to let them know that they're not alone and that like whatever they experienced is valid that's my biggest thing lately actually because what any whatever anyone feels is valid because they feel it like your feelings are valid because you have them not because of whatever happened or the way you interpreted it and that's been my biggest focus with my friends when they're like oh no I shouldn't feel like this because xyz and I'm like however you feel is how you feel and it's important and we can make space for it and we can talk it out like don't ever feel like what you experience isn't valid because it it is and you can ask your friends if yeah if you acted reasonably and hopefully if they're a good friend they can be helpful um but really try to stop denying yourself your reality because whatever you experience is what you experience and I think emotionally mature people can hold space for people's uncomfortable emotions and what I mean with that is with emotionally immature people because they're not comfortable with embarrassment or whatever what we could say is a negative emotion when somebody shows up to them with that negative emotion, they might try to pretend like everything's fine because they don't want to deal with that emotion or they they don't know how to either. Whereas if they were comfortable with those feelings, they could hold space for it. So a lot of the time, emotionally immature people we'll just be like, you're okay, like, it's fine, it will all be fine. And sometimes that's a really frustrating thing to hear when you're upset. You're like, you have no control over this situation. How do you know it will be fine? You know what, like, I would actually rather somebody be like, yeah, like, this is really tough, I don't know what's going to happen, but, like, I will be here for you. Like, whatever you need, I am here, I'll show up. I'll do whatever, let me know how I can help, let it out and sit there with you crying and giving you a hug instead of just trying to make you stop crying so they feel better. And that's a really big one because that requires those people to get comfortable with those hard emotions and 
a lot of people aren't voluntarily doing that, right? So, yeah, even if somebody's comforting you, being like, it's okay, like, don't worry about it. Like, no, you're entitled to have your emotional response. So try to find people who will allow you to have difficult emotions and sit with you there. And if you're the emotionally immature person, and you don't know what to say to a friend who's going through something, I think you can also say that to them. I think you can say, look, this is a really hard situation. Like, I don't really know what to say to you or like, I don't know how I should act or what I should do. Please let me know if there is something I can help you with or please let me know what you need. Um, and that gives people... That, that flags to people that you're here, you're willing, you just, you just don't know. And a lot of us don't know the right things to do or say a lot of the time. But I think friendship is just about showing up and showing you care, even if you're not always, you know, doing, saying the exact right thing. Um, yeah, I haven't, since I've learned that, I haven't actually practiced that personally yet because um, I haven't been in that sort of situation. Um, but let me know if you've done something like that or if you think that would be helpful. I think it shows that you care and you want to help. You just don't know how or you don't have the skills to help. Um, so, yeah. I think that's like all I was going to say on this topic for now. Yeah, I think I'm going to leave it there. <laughs> so let me know what end of the spectrum are you on? Like, do you think you are emotionally mature, emotionally immature? What are your areas you want to work on? Is there anything... I can research for you and talk about on the podcast. I've recently been researching resilience because somebody asked for an episode on that and also manifesting. So it just takes some time for me to go through all of the content and learn everything for you all. Um, but yeah, I really love producing content that you find interesting. So please let me know if there's anything even unrelated to this that you want me to cover um I really love researching new things and you know it's it's good because there are things that I find interesting but I also want to know what you find interesting so yeah let me know what you thought of this episode um and yeah I hope you have a great day or a great night wherever you are in the world whatever you're doing while listening to this thank you for listening thank you for being here all of your support and your love i'm sending you so much love and abundance and luck and health peace safety sending you all of the good vibes <laughs> okay love you goodbye